Welcome to You Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people, programs, projects, and activities here in the school district. This show, of course, is produced by my dedicated team of interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Brianna Meza and Emily Martin. And today, I'm very pleased to welcome back Palm Springs Unified's Coordinator of Supplemental Interventions, Dr. Lucy Hansen. Welcome back, Lucy. Thank you, it's great to be back. How are you today? I'm, I am great, thanks for joining us. And for those who don't know you, how long have you been with Palm Springs Unified and in what capacities? Oh my goodness. Well, when I think about it, this is hard to believe. 17 <laughs> years, 17 years here in the district, 13 years as a principal, and I'm going on my fifth year here as a coordinator of supplemental interventions. So it's been a while. It's, but you know, isn't it funny? Like if you blink, all that time goes by. It's like, and the older we get, the quicker it goes. It's, exactly. <laughs> I, I, you know, I remember when I was a kid and like, it seemed like it took forever for a week to pass. And now it's just like, seriously, you blink and it's been another year. And I, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't seem right. I'd like it to slow down a little bit, really, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, retirement, some on some days, retirement looks good that it's not that far into the future. So, you know, it all depends. Um, so for those who are unfamiliar with what you are currently doing, tell us about your current position and what that entails. Okay. Well, as the coordinator of supplemental interventions, I take care of things that happen school, after school, sometimes during the weekend when we're on uh, spring break, summer break, winter break. So anything during non-school hours that we could present academic support to our students. Okay. And um, so for many kids, for, um, for so many kids learning remotely for the better part of a year and a half, because mm -hmm. that's that's uh, that, that's truly about how long we were out. I mean, we had we had some of our kids come back after uh, spring break last uh, last spring, but even those who did that, it wasn't a whole lot. It was two days a week for two mornings, so that was it was better than nothing, but it was um, it wasn't a whole lot. So really, most of our kids were out. Um, of school in the traditional sense for a year and a half. And um, because of that, you know, of course, I mean, kudos, I, I say this at every opportunity that I can, kudos to our tremendous staff in every department, but probably especially our teachers for what they were able to do during that really difficult time of not being able to be in the classroom face to face with their kids because nobody ever expected that we go to a virtual platform all at once, all of us having to do it, regardless of experience, regardless of 
whether you were on board that you wanted to do it or not, it didn't matter. It was a necessity and our staff did an amazing job. And I, I know you'll agree with me that some of the creativity and the, um, uh, what's the other word, innovative mm -hmm. that we've seen during that time is just truly incredible, both by our staff and our students. And oh, yeah. so, you know, given that it was a, a horrible mess and we, um, we had a, you know, we had a pivot on a dime, um, we did the best that we can. And still in all, here we are, um, you know, nearly two years into this pandemic, pandemic and it's not quite over yet. We're getting there. Um, many of our kids are in a, uh, not so great place because there has been a significant amount of learning loss for, you know, for many reasons, ranging from their home environment, like maybe they weren't able to engage the way that they should have because of their surroundings or because of their technology capabilities or because they're not wired that way and they can't do well in, uh, you know, on a computer. So because of that, we have a lot of kids who are struggling with um, catching up. So I took a long time to ask you the question, but you know what's <laughs> coming. Share with us the resources that we have available for our kids to support them through this. Okay. Well, we divide our year into session one and session two. Because the first part of the year, which is now, we have a lot of academic supports. And I'll talk about those in just a minute. And then the latter part of the year, more like um, starting in March, April, we have academics, but also enrichment support for the students. So our first intervention that we've been working on this year is PSUSD small groups intervention for ELA in math. And this is for students in grades second grade through eighth grade. And what they do is they meet with one of our certificated teachers twice a week, either for ELA or math. And even some students are doing both. And they meet for one hour and they go over the curriculum. And we try to address the learning gaps that may have occurred during the year and a half they were out of school. These are small groups, so that means that we usually have anywhere between three to five students and the most six, because we know that, you know, students, they need that one-on-one -on -one attention, but also when the groups are too big, then, you know, they get lost, just like in the regular classroom at times. So we have actually about 200 to 300, because we had some new ones add this week, students participating in that, um, which means we have over teachers that are working extra time during the week to support our students. Um, with the technology that we have, because it is, it is online, what I find to be kind of like a sunshine, a rainbow, right, or whatever we want to call it, is that this gives students an opportunity to work with other students from around the district. So if a student um, maybe is at Landau, they may be grouped with a student from Sunny Sands, Landau, Bella Vista, and Vista del Monte. 
So these students together, they develop that synergy, that learning group with that one teacher so they could expand their learning. And what our data showed as we were doing it in the past in person is that this was our strongest intervention in moving the students forward. So we're excited about that. We prepare all the lessons and they're targeted for the gaps and for the areas that we see most often in the data where the students have gaps. So are the kids grouped together by grade level and by um, what areas they need assistance with? Yes, they are. And what we did was we looked at the STAR data and we grouped the kids pretty much kind of where they were at so that we could address those gaps. I didn't want a high second grader. Let's say he was um, two years, uh, what would be two years, eight months, you know, of growth that he had second grade, eight months. We're almost ready for third with a student that might be in second grade and they were at the first grade level, um, you know, one year and six months. So that's too big of a gap. So we do gap them together. We try to group them together so that everyone is kind of on the same um, learning path. And are, are they meeting virtually, Lucy, because mm -hmm. it's easier that way? Or are, we, are they meeting virtually because we're still trying to limit, um, you know, interactions between kids who aren't in the same classroom? Um, both, both reasons. But what we have found that meeting vir virtually, we're able to meet the needs of more students. Um, but it's not, it's not a recorded lesson, right? They're oh, live. No, no. It's, a, it's a live person. And the lessons were developed, um, you know, and I put them together so that the teacher, they have to review the lesson, of course, and then um, they can teach. We give them the books, the online version. And then we give the students a learning box. They come and pick it up. And in that box, they'll find the uh, guided reading books. For example, for ELA, they'll find guided reading books. They'll have a notebook. Um, they'll have um, the practice book, pencils, paper, highlighters. So anything, headphones, anything that they may need to make them successful learners. Now, for the math, it's a little bit different. We give them the practice books. We give them also a notebook. But we may put in there, if it's a lower grade student, um, accounting um, rec and rec set so that they can use that while they're doing their math for math conceptualization so they could have manipulatives. So those are different things that we do. And that's how we get the buy-in in the sense of, yes, we offer the classes, the parents are invited to come in and pick up the boxes for their students so they're ready to go when they're online. So even though they're online, they're working together with materials with the teachers. So it's kind of more of a blended approach, actually, if you look at it that way. Yeah, and um, is this, this these services open to all students or do they you know, have to demonstrate some kind of uh, they have to be at a certain level of need. Well, at this point, you know, it was like that very strict at one point, but because of the pandemic, what we found is that, that there were so many kids yeah. that had regressed or had some learning loss. So we were opening it to all kids. If a student wants to learn, hey, bring them on. 
And that's one of the things, whether they're two months behind or two years behind, because there'll be a space or a place for them or a program for them. Um, we have several other programs actually that we're running. Do you, do you want to hear about those? I absolutely do. And I want you to, uh, before we'll, we'll mention it again at the end of the show, but I also want you to, because it's brand new and it looks great. You have new, um, a new place on the district website. And if you, yes. can you give the link so that people can find it pretty easy? I can. Like I have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'll, I'll talk while you're doing that. Um, it's, it's really it's it's a really helpful site like on the home page of their site of their section of the site you'll see um kind of an overview of everything that happens in the department and then you're able to go more in depth as to you know specific services yes and we we listed them by grade level and what you're going to be able to see is that as each grade level progresses there's more and more different interventions because there's different ways that students learn. They don't all learn at the same time. But um, actually, it's probably easier if um, people go onto the district website, go on educational services, and then click where it says supplemental interventions, expanded learning. And our website is right on top. It's a Google website. Um, H TTPS. Yeah, that's all right. Don't don't yeah. give them the direction. And we update those, you know, um, monthly every time we have something new. And the directions you gave are great. Just go on the home page, and then uh, under educational services, you will um, you'll be able to link to it there. And also, I'll put a plug in for our um, chat bot, which um, which is new to our website. And that is um, this little virtual guy or girl. I, I, I guess it's a, it's a little virtual person who mm -hmm. um, comes up and says, how can I help you? And then you just type in, you can type in tutoring services mm -hmm. and we'll get the direct link right to that page. So yeah. it's, yeah, and you can do that for pretty much everything that you might need. Our website, I would like to say has pretty much everything you're looking for. The problem is it's hard to find it. And so, because you can't put everything and people often don't know, you know, oh, that's part of uh, maintenance and operations or that they don't know what department it's under. Well, with these, with these bots, they're called chat bots and you'll find them on all the major sections of our website now you're just able to put in the topic and it will give you a list of um, this, this little AI person, AI for artificial intelligence, knows, um, can read your mind by what you're putting, <laughs> not for real, but be based on what words you're putting in there, um, they will say, oh, is this what you're looking for? Well, click right here. And it's, it's pretty awesome. So sorry to digress about that. And if you're just, if you're just, but it's important. If you're just joining us, you're listening to learn something new every day. And my guest is our coordinator of supplemental interventions, Dr. Lucy Hansen. And right now we're talking about the different um, supports that are available to help our kids as they're struggling to catch up. 
uh, in their um, academics. So go on, Lucy, what else were you gonna share? Well, you know, our ACES program has changed. Our ACES is the grant, but our program is called Think Together. And Think Together is our after-school program that is available in all of our elementary school sites plus middle school. This program um, also uh, supports students in their learning because they do have a homework um, hour where students can complete homework or they can work on different activities that um, are academically based. Uh, we have approximately 1,300 kids right now enrolled in those programs and we're ready for more. Uh, some of the schools have noted the big change in the sense of how this program is very structured and also the, the, the biggest change that I've seen, you know, with our students is just the connection that the kids have with the staff that they're working with. So that's, that's really exciting. Um, when we look at Think Together, we're looking at three hours after school. You know, I think in the past it was looked at more as, okay, childcare, but this is mm. an ex learning experience for the kids. It's not a place where they're going to sit down and play in the playground for two or three hours. This is a place where they come in, they may have a snack, and I went to visit one yesterday. So they, they had a snack, then they had a team building activity, and the kids were just cheering each other on. They had an art activity. Um, and because, you know, they were excited because of obviously the holiday that's coming up or the, you know, the Halloween day. And um, they were a team. And it was just such a beautiful synergy that was there. So that's another way that kids can get support. And that's all the way up to grade eight. And at some schools, they actually start at kindergarten. So, you know, we are open to see what's going to happen in the future with the program as we expand it and include, you know, all grade levels when it comes to, you know, up to the grade eight, because that's where the grant takes us. But that's, so how, that's many, how many, how many kids per site can you take? Is it like a hundred or? Yeah, about a hundred. Okay. About um, the average site has maybe 60 to 80 right now, um, you know, and, and, and a lot of it still has to do with that pandemic. It's just like, well, I don't want my students, you know, exposed that much to other kids. So, and we understand that, but, you know, it is a service that is available and it's, it's an opportunity for the kids to make new friends that maybe are not in their class and just really establish a learning community within a learning community, right? Um, right, so are they, are they separated into grade levels at, at, during that time or not necessarily? Not necessarily because they could come together. It just depends how the school's set up. Some schools, uh -huh. different classroom for different grade levels. Others come together and then they separate for activities. So that's, there's flexibility in that. So, and um, some of the, a lot of the people who are um, leading the work are there. Are there some some of them are our own staff people, right? They just um, put in extra hours and do this, right? Honest, to be honest with you, because of the way this program is set up, there's a site coordinator that gets there early during the school mm -hmm. day. 
So that wouldn't allow an employee to do it. But that person is making the connections with teachers, with administration. You know, what is it that we're going to do with the students? They do the lesson plans. And our program leaders, they're, they're the young kids that help us out and support us. And, you know, we have many um, PSUSD high school graduates doing this. And they're young and they're excited and we're working with them and they're developing their skills. And some of them have said, hey, I'm ready to be a teacher. I love this. So that's our plus now. It's a little bit different. We're looking at the future of who is going to be in our workforce like when we retire. <laughs> but yeah, and I bet with with if you're you're saying that a lot of uh, a lot of the staff members are, are fresh out of high school or, you know, in college, All probably in trying to get some hours um, yeah. uh, or, you know, extra a little bit of extra. We connect with kids because they're you know closer to their age and hasn't been that long since they've been in their shoes and that that is powerful stuff it is very powerful and i think what i see when you know when i go around the schools it's just um a sense of of, of the kids are excited they're happy you know it's, it's cool <laughs> i went to a school where they had junior think together um leaders and i'm like okay wait wait that 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 is that how much more junior can you get <laughs> how much more junior can you get lucy are they actually high school students no oh. they were fifth graders that were helping out the oh, were. <laughs> so but you know we talked about um tying um connecting with our cte program with the students that want to become teachers what an opportunity for them to you know get some hours volunteer and we're even looking at how can we support them like give them a stipend or something so that's something that we're working on and we're excited about that um, you mean wait you mean they're volunteering right now the little ones the the program the junior ones yeah no, I'm not talking about the fifth graders. I'm talking oh, okay. about the. <laughs> no, the teachers get paid, and actually, oh, okay. more. So, if people are interested in that, I think the going rate, and don't quote me, but I think it's like sixteen bucks an hour. So it's not bad. Oh, that's not bad at all. And like you know, <laughs> but if you were going to tell me that you weren't paying them, I was going to report you to the labor <laughs> board or whoever. You, no. yeah. I, I, I think we're, we're nice, but you know, not nice in the sense of they're going to say, oh, I'll work for free now. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's, it's coming along. It's really our first time that we're in person with our right. So there's, there's pinks along the way and, you know, we fix them and we address them and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to many years to come to see how our program develops. Yeah. I've heard I've heard really good things and like you said, you know, I think the the old model whether it was supposed to be or not, I think that the um perception of it was kind of like, you know, well, mom and dad have to be at work, so you just go there and, you know, they'll they'll supervise you, kind of like, you know, going to hang out like at the boys and girls club. That there wasn't anything um you know, it was fun, but there wasn't like 
any kind of uh, rigor or, you know, it, uh, home, homework help and that kind of stuff. I think that was supposed to be, but I, I don't, th I'm not sure that that really happened at the, um, you know, the level that it should have. So this is great to hear. And I've heard great things about the program. So um, I'm sure that the positions are posted on EdJoin, right? Along with, uh, with every other position we have open in the school district. Or you can go to thinktogether.com and, oh. uh, you know, go look for Palm Springs Unified. The thing is that when, when the after-school program first started, it was a recreational program. It was, you know, the, the purpose of it. But as time changed and progressed, we had a change and mm -hmm. you know, meet, to meet the needs of the students. So, you know, when you're sitting, when, when I first started and I said, this is three hours, these are three hours that we can work with the kids and really help them develop into, you know, um, youth leaders and, you know, have them own their education. So we wanted to take advantage of that, of that time and not just, um, you know, do it one way. So there's lots of opportunities for the kids there, science, literacy, math, when they do their activities, um, you can see that interjected in them. Well, and, and plus, so, you know, you're talking about activities that are kind of infused with, mm -hmm. with academics, which is, I mean, that's awesome. Like that's really the basis of our academies yes. are, to make them relevant to the kids, you know, and they're, they're, why do I have to take geometry? And when you tie it in to, you know, one of the academies and the assignments are related to health, if it's a health academy or graphic design or what, you know, whatever it is, yes. then all of a sudden the light bulb goes on like, oh, hey, I can do this and I get it. You know, so if you're able to do that at a younger age, too, where you're doing fun activities and they don't even realize they're getting a science lesson at the same time. Okay. That's all. Awesome. And plus the homework, you know, the homework help um, or to give them the time to get into their homework. Well, look, if they're getting home at six o'clock and then they have dinner and they would like to, you know, maybe watch a TV show or something, it's time for bed. So yeah. if they're able to get a jump on their homework, that's a plus, too. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. so, this is awesome. And so before we run out of time, Lucy, what general what general advice do you have for parents who are trying to do whatever they can to support their kids who are struggling with the aftermath of being isolated and or falling behind? Well, first of all, I, I think that don't give up on, you know, if you call, for example, and you need help and you don't get an answer, keep on calling. There is, there is a program, there is a support system for all our students. It just depends, you know, what the need is. My goal is that when a parent calls and says, you know what, my kid is so behind, I don't know what to do. Okay, let's sit down. This is what we have to offer. And it takes effort, not just from the student, but also from the parent, making sure they're online, making sure they're support. So, you know, it's, it's, don't leave it just up to the student. They need your support too. And look at it as an opportunity and not a punishment. You know, you're behind, so you got to do this. No, it's just like, okay, let's go ahead and do this so that um, you can move forward and have more choices when you get to high school. 
especially because you don't want to be in a remediation class or struggling with, you know, some of the basics. Um, with our, within our small groups, we're also going to be having a writing class because I know that that's a struggle for a lot of students too. So what we do is, you know, looking at the at the needs of the students and then develop the programs that way. So if you have an idea, like, oh my gosh, this is such, I saw this, let us know because we'll investigate. And that's how we know that our programs work is because they've either worked somewhere else or we've tried it and we have the data to prove it. So um, FEV online tutoring is really good too. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah, we didn't even talk about them, but I will tell you that um, oh yeah, we did talk about that. That's the whole tutoring program that we've been discussing, right? No, FFV online tutor, that's different because that is a pro, that is a, a platform where kids come, they log oh. in and they work one-on-one -on -one with a tutor on either. Okay. I'm going to go ahead. I, well, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you back very soon and we will scratch the rest of the surface. And, in, and I will encourage everybody to go to the educational services page on psusd.us and then click on supplemental interventions and you, will, you can get all of the tutoring information, including FEV, this other program that we don't have time to talk about. Okay. Um, Lucy, we will have you back really soon. Thank you so much for being here and thank you for everything that you do. Oh, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure and a joy to work here. All right. Thank, thank you for joining us on You Learn Something New Every Day. A new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for You Learn Something New. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you for listening. Thank you again, Lucy. Thanks, Brianna and Emily. And we will see you next week.